Have you reached a point of enough is enough? I have nothing left. Life seems overwhelming. It's got a lot of responsibilities, relationships askew, interruptions, dreams, and drama in your daily life. Well, ladies, we have a great devotional that will encourage us, and it is written by Trish Donahue. It's entitled, You Are Welcomed. And it shares stories of biblical men and women who brought their burdens to the Lord and explores some of those hard questions of life and helps us to persevere. And Trish is with us this morning. Good morning, Trish. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. Trish, this is an awesome subject of just going to God when everything seems overwhelming. And um, I know, I, you know, I identify with it as well. There are just times where you just feel like, okay, there's just too much going on. I'm in over my head. I don't even know what step to take next. Absolutely. And, you know, the subtitle of the book is Devotions for When Life is a Lot. And I just find that even that phrase I hear coming off my own lips and other people's lips, life just seems like a lot. You know, whether it's busyness and all the things that we're called to, or even sometimes just the feelings that come with that, or the things, the relationships we feel responsible for, it can be overwhelming. And we live in a culture that directs us inside to our own hearts um, and just provides a lot of uh, techniques and tricks, but that's not always what we need. So you talk about different Bible characters that have been through this because there's nothing really new under the sun. Right. <laughs> so share one of those with uh, our listeners and with us on things that maybe a person or a situation that really touched your heart and entered into your situation of feeling overwhelmed by life. Yeah, and and I think we see such a wide variety, and even the people that we deal with in this book, it's just the Bible gives us so many examples of people who come with their circumstances, their unique circumstances, um, to the Lord, and we're welcome to come with anything. I think one that stood out to me is, oddly enough, King Hezekiah. We think, what do you have in common with an ancient king? And yet he had this kingdom that he was ruling, and he was obeying God, and he had a threat from the outside just constantly tormenting him and his people, saying, this isn't going to work out. We're going to tear everything you built right down to the ground. You don't really think your God's going to be faithful to you, do you? And that's so often what we can feel in our own hearts. You don't really think believing and trusting God's really going to be the answer, do you? And so we see Hezekiah doing this beautiful thing where he takes this threat, this terrible doom that is coming to him, and it says he goes to the house of God and he spreads it out before the Lord. Mm. And I just think it's such a beautiful picture, and he prays a wonderful, heartfelt prayer of trust in God. And I think just that idea of spreading it out before the Lord, Lord, here's my fears, here's my situation, here's this thing I can't figure out, here's the broken puzzle pieces, I'm spreading it out before you and entrusting it to you. That is really good. So you you know you mentioned Hezekiah how in this book there's lots of or in this the study there's lots of different examples of all the 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 characters if I if you can uh, in in scripture how did you choose the ones to focus on for this particular study Well I actually wanted ones that were coming with really different situations because the Bible does that on purpose I think that God wants to show us people like ourselves. So we see Miriam, who at one point was struggling with envy, wanting to be a different place than she was. We see John the Baptist, who was stuck in prison, saying, wait, that whole vision I had for my life seems like it's gotten me nowhere. And he mm. was dealing with doubt. 
We see Jacob, who had a lot of um, arrogance in the beginning. We see uh, Martha of Mary and Martha fame, who is dealing with busyness in her life. We even see an anonymous widow. Um, the widow is Zarephath, who's really dealing with crisis, and yet God's asking her to to this little act of obedience, make this little cake for this prophet. And she's like, what? <laughs> and so we just see, um, the, and there's more, too, these wonderful varied circumstances. And in each one, God's saying, you know, you know what I want from you in that? I want you to come to me. I want you to bring it to me. I want you to spread it out before me. And we can see how God meets each one of these individuals and their unique circumstances. And I think it encourages us, like, our circumstances aren't too much for God. They're an invitation, a welcome to come to Him with them. I love that. I love the way you said that. Um, One thing I've noticed, Trish, is that as Christian women, so many times uh, we wear this badge of honor that we are productive people, that we get all this done, and that can almost become an idol in our life and become our main focus is just <laughs> being mm-hmm. productive. So you speak to that, and I think this is really good because we need to find times of rest where we just lay it all down and spend time with the Lord and don't worry about necessarily getting everything done. Yes, and you know, we have books and apps and podcasts and everything else really marketing this idea of productivity to us, that this is how we define ourselves, this is how we rank ourselves, how are we producing. Um, And certainly there is a lot to think about when we live faithful lives um, and we care for our families and we're working jobs. And yet, you know, I think as Christians, we we should be productive, we should be producing in the sense of fruit, for the Lord, and yet when we know when things turn into idols, it's because we start to look to that thing for a peace that it can't bring, or we look to that thing like productivity for a definition of who we are, and that's when it goes really bad. (laughs) We replace Jesus, our Savior, with a to-do list, thinking, okay, if we can get that done, then everything's going to be okay, And, and, and then if it doesn't work, we're we're left with this great emptiness. And so we see the culture around us giving these quick fixes, like here's this strategy and here's this self-help book. And honestly, I've been very helped by those. I'm not against tips and techniques, but it's not our biggest problem. And so I think just saying before the Lord, yeah, Lord, help me be productive in the way you want me to, but help me not be defined by that. Mm -hmm. And that's why every chapter in this book points women to the real answer, which is engagement with Christ himself, um, not the temporary fix of, oh, you can get more done if you just do this or this or this. So I've fallen into that trap myself, and I just am always left empty. And when I come to the Lord with that list or with those responsibilities and engage with him, Mm. I am at such a different place. That's really good. And the temptations that we face, you know, to find other distractions, that's what just draws us away from focusing on 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 Jesus and and you address that as well some of the things that we're like oh no 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 I can take care of this stress level I I know how to do this right yeah I think you know we can do that for a while <laughs> you know we we we're 
we're all, you know, we pump ourselves up with, we can take (laughs) care of this. And, you know, we listen to a certain song or certain, you know, motivational speaker. And then there comes a time in our life when we really look back and say, you know, none of that, none of that is doing for me what it promised. Right. None of that is bringing me this wonderful satisfaction and peace that I long for. It's not really, the promises aren't really coming true. And so you're right, we, we, do, we do pump ourselves up with that, but I do feel like if we're honest, when we look back, we think, there's got to be more. And so I think seeing those um, times in our lives of feeling squeezed and feeling overwhelmed either by our lists or our emotions or situations are just wonderful welcomes from God. Come to me, bring it all, bring your truckload of stuff, bring your truckload of doubts and fears, um, or, you know, responsibilities and tasks. But, yeah, absolutely, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. We're talking with Trish Donahue. The book is You Are Welcomed. So, Trish, speak to someone who feels like they haven't been welcomed today and uh, how they can move forward in being welcomed and f- accepting the invitation Christ has for them today. Mm. Yeah, when we don't feel welcomed in life, it's such a hard and lonely thing. We can feel so alone, and yet the beautiful thing is that because of Christ, who opens his arms to one and all, um, you are welcome to boldly approach the throne of grace to find help in time of need. You are always welcomed by the blood of Christ to come and and to leave behind those other avenues that you're going down, searching for meaning, and come to the, the answer that you need. Um, Jesus himself, and you will never be turned away. So how do we get, um, how do we get a hold of this and, and learn more and just, uh, just delve into it? A hold of the book? Yes, absolutely. Is that what your question is? Yeah. Yes, um, you can, uh, the book is available at New Growth Press. It's available on Amazon. Interestingly, Amazon is auto-correcting the spelling because it's so close <laughs> to the phrase, you are welcome. So it's best if you put the whole title in, You Are Welcomed, Devotions for When Life is a Lot, or search Trish Donahue and it'll pop right up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Amazon and the, the whole spell correction gets in the way, doesn't it? <laughs> it sure does. Yeah. Things that you don't anticipate happening happen. This is excellent, Trish. Thanks so much for helping us today. And hopefully this is helping someone who's feeling overwhelmed right now. Indeed. Thank you so much for talking with me, and I'm, I'm grateful that it can encourage someone.